Ooh, nice. Wilson's ghost. Wilson's ghost. Oh, oh what the fuck? Oh shit, he's shooting fucking rockets. I just saw they were lit up and I got... I forget what game it is, where it's like, there's the kamikaze guys that run at you and fucking explode. Fucking a lot of games do that. Yeah, crap, I man. know. Mouth opening tool, okay? It's called a penis, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I don't. Hello and welcome to another episode of Dick's Talk Flicks. My name is Billy, and tonight we will be discussing the 1989's Robot Jocks. Joining me on the other end of the mic is the man who voiced all of the 80s movie trailers. Greg, how you doing? In a world where there are only <laughs> robots, and they fight for <laughs> amusement and resources, I guess. We'll get into that later. And they're chainsaw dicks. <laughs> I when I was coming up with this intro for you or whatever, I was having a hard time. But when I thought of that, I was like, "Dude, so perfect." I even almost was like, "Maybe I'll ask him to to redo like the voice for the trailer of this, you know, and just play it as like oh, the yeah. encore cap we always throw in." That'd be sick. I'll <laughs> yeah, look we'll it up. Hell yeah! Well, as I mentioned before, we will be discussing the late '80s mech movie that started it all, Robot Jocks. Greg. Have you ever heard of this film by chance? Or, better yet, did you happen to look up who directed this? Uh, I know who directed it. It's the same guy who did uh, Reanimator and all the, the other Lovecraft movies and stuff. Hell yeah! And it's, Castle Freak. Yeah, oh, and Castle Freak. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. I heard about this movie a long time ago. Maybe like 10 years ago now at this point. Whenever Pacific Rim came out, whenever that was. Uh, that was the last time I'd heard about this movie. And I'd always wanted to get around to seeing it, and I just never did. Yeah, there's actually a lot of fans that um, give credit to this movie when it comes to Pacific Rim. Uh, I mm. think I even have like a trivia regarding that, so maybe we'll get into it a little later. But uh, that that director, by the way, is Stuart Gordon. I don't know if I mentioned it, but yeah, he mm. he's awesome, man. He he did all the Lovecrafty shit, and basically the Lovecraft stuff and like wild, over the top sci-fi flicks, like Space Truckers, and then this Robot Jocks. It's he's cool. Well, a real quick, brief backstory of this film. Like I said, Robot Jocks is a 1989 film, but mm. it didn't actually come out to theaters until 1990. And even mm. then, it had an extremely short run, so short that movie critics didn't even get the chance to see it most of the time. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. And the reason for that, I'll get into it. So the principal photography finished in Rome, of all places, in 1987. Okay. And the bankruptcy of Charles Band, his Empire Pictures, right? Which mm. we've uh, we know who Charles Band is really well. He is the man we've mentioned a few times before. Uh, Band is in charge of Full Moon Features, 
which is famous for films such as Puppet Master, Ginger Dead Man, and of course, Ghoulies. Yeah. Well, Band's Empire went bankrupt, and it delayed the film's release till 1990, where it basically fucking bombed, dude. It it earned just over a million dollars total gross, mm-hmm. which is like way below the production cost. I didn't even look it up to be honest, because they were like everything you'd looked up was just so dep- depressing about the like everyone that talked about it was just so mad at each other. But yeah. uh, Robojocks, it received negative critical response too, and a very little audience attention upon its first theatrical release. But since then, it has recently achieved the minor cult following that a lot of films like die for. Mm-hmm. It actually released on various home video formats after the theaters, and most recently, it was the Blu-ray version in 2015. After watching this, dude, I liked it so much that I went straight to eBay. I was like, I got to check out. I got to find this, right? Right. Well, I quickly realized how loved and rare this fucking movie is because the going rate for the Blu-ray currently runs for about $176. Ooh. Yeah. So I mean, and there are only so many <laughs> copies made too. I'm sure. So oh, I'm sure it's a limited run. Yeah, I should mention actually why this is important too. It, because this film is currently only showing on Tubi. You can't even rent it or buy it from any other streaming service and stuff. And unfortunately, upon watching it, Tubi said that this is this movie is on its list of the movies it's getting rid of within a week. Oh wow! No, we couldn't have timed this any better then. <laughs> Exactly. So as of the date of this episode's release, when it's done edited and everything, we might be the only place where you can experience this treasure, dude. Jeez. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. Well, before I give too much away, dude, you want to just jump into it? Let's do it. Hell yeah, bro. Crash and burn. We open, the camera pans through a snow-covered wilderness, and amongst the trees is countless dead mechs laying around. The narrator claims it's been 50 years since the nuclear holocaust, World War III has happened, and now war is illegal, but everything is settled between giant mech battles, also known (laughs) as robot jocks. This is the best possible future. Fuck yeah, dude. It reminded me <laughs> right away of uh, G Gundam. Remember I was like telling you about that one time where it's, yeah. everyone just basically fights. Yeah. In this specific movie, the fights are for Alaska. It starts with the pilot of these robo jocks. He's wounded and he's begging for his life, but his opponent doesn't care and he just stomps his head right in. Mm-hmm. Boob, boob, boob. Robo jocks starts, dude. And the film kicks in. We're in a control room somewhere now, and a group of people are arguing over just, oh, what just happened? 
they're apparently fighting over American land. Like I said, it's Alaska. And the fighter who just died, his name was Hercules. Our main man now, whose name is Achilles, is training with a bunch of dudes. He gets sucker punched by a random dude in the crowd. But it doesn't matter because our boy Achilles got all the moves, dude. He starts spin kicking this fucking guy left and right. Yeah. He stops this jerk right in his tracks. There's also a new woman amongst the group whose name is Athena. You catching on yet? Yeah. (laughs) This new group of people, apparently they're the new trainees to become the new jocks. This woman, specifically Athena, is like obsessed with Achilles. She, she, he's the greatest fighter ever. I mean, I don't know how long it's been, right? 50 years since the war, so it couldn't be too many cool mm-hmm. fighters. But he's the greatest fighter ever, and she adores him. Yeah, he's one of the only pilots who's uh, almost gone on a 10-win streak, too. Yeah, they mentioned that where it's almost like serving time in the military is you do 10 fights and then you're good, and he's about to be on his 10th one. Well, a rich woman comes up and mentions she has a whole group of genetically modified jocks coming up. She wants our boy... Achilles to train them. Yeah. Uh, one one interesting th- thing, too, is they... Uh, I, I think they specifically tried to cast people who looked multicultural, because they, they look like a mix of like every kind of gene pool. They're like a little bit of Caucasian, a little bit of Hispanic, a little bit of Asian. Like they're just like a, a, a hodgepodge of every ethnicity on Earth. Yeah, it's kind of cool, actually, because it reminds you of like what it would be like post-war. Like uh, Nobody fights over that kind of shit anymore you know mm-hmm. and yeah like you said they're they're literally made in a lab so there's like clones of a bunch of different genetic dna to be the best warriors they can possibly make <laughs> yeah the woman actually calls them gen jocks <laughs> i was mm-hmm. like okay okay <laughs> <laughs> she even asked for a sample of achilles's jizz and she's like i want to clone that too dude yeah, yeah. he makes a joke of, uh, well, what if we just make a direct deposit instead? <laughs> yeah, and he points right at Athena, basically. Yeah. Cold fish. Damn tibbies. Pity, ain't it? Achilles, Commander Conway, I would like you to meet Professor Laplace. Oh, yeah, you're one who came up with these test tube babies. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't use that term. They're as human as either of you. No mothers, no fathers. Human beings. Genetically engineered to be the best fighters in history. The market would appreciate complete cooperation from you during their final training. If you uh, mean feed and diaprum, I'm afraid we don't have time. Big fight coming up, in case you didn't hear. You have an obligation to see that they have the best training possible. You'll find they're very quick to learn. Manufactured people. The Confederation is developing gen jocks too. We cannot afford to fall behind. Here. I'd appreciate it if you could provide us with raw material. Uh, raw material? For the gene pool. You are the market's most famous jocks. (laughs) Bink. Your DNA will be used to breed a superior stock of warrior. You ain't using my DNA to make no tubies. (laughs) Uh, could we just skip the middleman and, uh... Make a direct deposit. (laughs) 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 Later on in a mental training op, we get a live camera feed of our boy Achilles. He's prepping for battle. Outside in the streets, much like Rollerball, the news is being broadcast in the streets on like a giant TV for the poor citizens. And 
the very first thing that caught my eye is every single citizen is wearing a medical mask. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, dude, it's how uh-huh. ironic. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's like Asian culture and 80s sci-fi movies had it down packed, like what the future was going to be like, man. We just hmm. didn't see it coming somehow. The TV shows Achilles' opponent talking shit before the match. He's basically trying to get in Achilles' head, but Achilles is too awesome. This opponent's name is Alexander, of course. Yeah, and he's very Russian, but he's not <laughs> from Soviet Russia. He's from some new, uh, I don't know what you would call it, a conglomerate of countries or or just a, a new regime of the, the Russian Republic called the, the Confederacy. Yep. Basically, it's, what, two factions, right? It's like the west side of the world and the east side of the world kind of yeah, exactly. joined up or whatever. Yeah. Well, Achilles boards his mech. And it's fucking rad as shit, dude. Like I said, it reminds me of some of the Gundams or even like Evangelion. Because it's in this big hangar where they got to go up like an elevator to get into it, you know? And he also has a bunch of trinkets in his cockpit. He's got like origami animals and like stars and stuff. It's fucking cool. His uh, his his cockpit is almost like his 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 office space. Like like this is just where he goes to, to do his job, essentially. <laughs> and he's, he's decorated it. I like that, though, dude. Because it's like... Watching, like, old 80s anime and stuff, like, people driving or in their ships, like, spaceships and stuff, they always have, like, a a bobblehead, you know, Mm. or, like, a hula girl or something. Exactly. So, after he takes the elevator up, one thing I noticed, as people are, like, like, saying, like, you know, good luck or whatever for this fight, instead of good luck or break a leg in this universe, they just say, crash and burn. Crash and burn. (laughs) They say it so many times, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, every single guy, every single engineer he passes by, crash and burn, crash and burn, yep. they all just bump fists <laughs> as they go through. Fuck yeah, they got a bump fist too. That's another thing. It's just all around awesome. Well, the mech gets lifted out of the ground all the way up uh, into the ceiling and out into the world, which is just like a desert now, apparently. Outside in the desert is his opponent already standing there as well as a live audience on each side, which is like, they're really fucking close to these robots, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Well, after a little period of the people in the streets, it's all systems go, let's robo-battle. It's cool, because it's like an old-school, like, stop-motion with toys kind of thing as the robots move around. While watching it on Tubi, I think they up it a little bit, because it actually doesn't look half bad. I think it might be a combination of dudes in suits and a bit of stop motion, because uh, for some of the shots, the, it, it looks more, for lack of a better word, realistic. Like, the way that the robot moves, it's all slow and and plotting. And then, yeah, when it comes for the, the more intricate details, like when a, a hatch opens to shoot a bunch of missiles at, or when the robot's moving its arm in a really particular way, it's a, that classic Harry has in kind of stop motion. Dude, I love it. I think it's rad. It adds to like the like the mech feel of it. You know what I mean? It, it mm. works really well. Well, right off the bat, our boy Achilles is just eating rockets, dude. <laughs> and yeah. He even deflects a laser like right at the crowd. And it's like foreshadowing in a way because it had me thinking like, why the fuck is there a live crowd out here, man? <laughs> yeah. They had like some kind of protective window over him, I guess, which helps him like, it's like a hockey shield kind of, you know, when you're at a hockey rink, but mm-hmm. whatever. Well, Achilles, he busts out his secret green laser weapon, eh, but apparently his opponent was ready for it. He somehow knew about it. Also, in this world, when they're fighting the refs, they even fly around in like a little spaceship 
arena thing, kind of like on Star Wars <laughs> with the pod races, you know? Yeah, and they have striped shirts too. Like it's yeah. it's some kind of sport for them. <laughs> well, this whole time the crowd's chanting Achilles, you know, as his opponent attacks him and stuff. But Achilles. We saw earlier, he's got them roundhouse kicks down, bro. He roundhouse kicks this dude. Or I guess he roundhouse kicks the bad guy, but the bad guy hammers him to the ground. And just before Achilles gets his head stomped in, like before, he flamethrows this bad guy's knees, which send him to the ground as well. But watch out, dude. The bad guy, he's got rocket-propelled fists, (laughs) and he shoots (laughs) one right at the crowd, basically, right? Achilles, the hero he is, he steps in front of it and just takes it to the chest, falling into the crowd and just like completely mutilating everybody. It's so horrible. It's such a <laughs> such a weird juxtaposition to the rest of the movie so far. <laughs> like the way it portrays how <laughs> just horribly mangled these people are is like a a genuine like horrific tragedy. Like a tornado just went through and just annihilated everyone. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, Achilles comes crawling out of his cockpit. Basically, the fight's over now, right? The whole crowd's crushed. And Achilles comes out of his cockpit and looks down, and it's like a Saving Private Ryan scene almost, you know? Like, it's just mm-hmm. people muffling, muffled screaming and, and like, gathering other people's dead bodies, and they're all <laughs> fucked up. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the news claims over 300 civilians died. They call it the worst tragedy since the game started. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what did you expect? Well, the things are like 10 feet from the goddamn mechs, you know? Yeah. Now both teams are standing in front of a court. They're claiming using projectile weapons during the hand-to-hand segment, which I guess is like the final round of these fights. Using weapons is illegal. And also they just killed a bunch of fucking people, so like, something's gotta happen. But the judge, he rules all this irrelevant. Says they'll just have the rematch next Saturday to figure it out. But Achilles refuses. He's like, dude, I, I was my 10th fight. I, you know, I served my duty for the government. I'm fucking retired. This was a scene only six hours ago. When the two aptly named Death Valley. There are no words to describe the magnitude of this tragedy, ladies and gentlemen. The total dead number over 300. And this, the worst disaster in the history of the games. And now we return to the hearing in progress as both sides present their summations. The Confederation's new weapon, as used, was clearly in violation of Rule 7. Nothing classified as a long-range weapon may be employed during the final hand-to-hand combat period. Now, that certainly characterizes the weapon Alexander launched as he was falling, which Achilles heroically intercepted, risking his life to protect the spectators. The Confederation must forfeit the match and abandon their claim on the sovereign state of Alaska. For the benefit of the media and the public, let me first make two things clear. One, although it is tragic that many people lost their lives in this incident, that tragedy is irrelevant. Two, the motivation of Achilles in choosing to block the weapon is also irrelevant. We hereby declare the match inconclusive, a draw. The stewardship of Alaska will remain undetermined for one week. One week from today, you will meet again in Death Valley for a rematch. Yeah! One week, you're mine. I kill you dead. 
<laughs> no, I'm not fighting. Back in the training room, the group of new cadets are shitting all over Achilles for quitting. Calling him a coward and stuff like that. Like, you know, they're born to fight. That's all they know. So this guy's a bitch in their eyes now. Meanwhile, Achilles is being swooned by the commissioner to, like, re-fight. You know, he's their best fighter, so they're always going to want the best one out there. But they go back and forth for a while. He kind of does the good cop, bad cop, but it's just him. He'll go nice and then be a dick and then be nice. (laughs) Yeah. He's claiming the last fight didn't count since it wasn't officially finished. Like, no, what, you have to die, right, basically? Or to get knocked down or something? Uh, the the rest just have to declare victory, which yeah. they, they established that uh, if the other fighter is unable to participate, if they're either knocked out or their mech is inactive, then it's officially over. But the Russian guy, obviously, he just has just pure bloodlust and he just kills everybody he goes up against. Exactly. Well, later on, inside of a bar slash club kind of thing, Achilles, he's fucking hammered. So much so the bartender actually refuses to serve him anymore. But as they have their little back and forth, Athena comes in and another recruit, and they come up and just rush him. They try acting cool. They claim they would have let the crowd die instead. They're they're like, well, the crowd, they, they signed some waivers, so it's their fault they died. Yeah. And sure enough, Achilles' opponent, Alexander, even comes in. And he grabs a bottle and sits right next to Achilles. This pisses off the dude recruit, the two next to Athena, who threatens this bad guy for a fight. Like a hand-to-hand fight right now, not even a mech one. And Alexander just quickly beats his ass with a simple hand grab. Mm-hmm. So Achilles, his drunk, angry self, he tries sticking up for himself. But he's so hammered, he can't do shit. And he gets <laughs> verbally punked a little bit, and then his opponent just leaves. We get flashes of the crowd from before. They're screaming and dying as a weird filter covers the screen. Turns out, Achilles is just dreaming. He's having a nightmare. But when he wakes up, he's all sweaty, and Athena is sitting there in his bed, waiting for him for whatever reason. (laughs) So he quickly grabs his sheets and, like, throws it over his wiener. She claims she's studying everything about him, including his wiener. (laughs) (laughs) Achilles is hung over as fuck, though, dude. He stumbles in agony all over his apartment. He's wondering what the fuck's going on. He has his sheets wrapped over him like some kind of Roman dude, you know, because his wiener was hanging mm-hmm. out. He's trying to find meds and more more drinks and shit. Athena, she goes on and on about how she's been studying him, wants to see what's different about him, like why he's such a special fighter. Mm-hmm. Turns out, though, he's just a fucking dude. He's no clone. He's just a, a hero, you know? And he, he claims he actually uses fear to fuel his fights. In a way of like a cornered dog kind of thing. Which she actually uses against him. She's like, no, you quit because you have no courage. You're a pussy, basically, right? (laughs) Pulls the whole, you never finished your last fight. You're a bitch. And then storms out. Now we get a quick shot of Achilles and his boss watching the new recruits work out. It's like this straight up Texas hillbilly style, (laughs) dude. Uh, Like the Dallas... uh, uh, car <laughs> owner guy or whatever or like John Madden Dude. in a cowboy hat just like this <laughs> huge fat guy with just an extremely southern accent he goes by the name Tex Conway of all things too <laughs> yeah. well Tex tells Achilles that he has no shot with Athena 
this doesn't stop Achilles though. He's just gawking at her from the locker room and everything. It's like a joint locker room, so they're all you don't get to see that they're naked, but they're all just naked together. Oh it's yeah, kinda cool. yeah. I, I made the joke while watching it. It's a, uh, it's not a, it's not a, a, a future dystopian movie if there's not co-ed showers. Yeah. It, it <laughs> always reminds me of a uh, Starship Troopers when they're all just commenting yeah. on each other's wieners and boobs at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and RoboCop too. Oh yeah, I think even Rollerball was like that. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, we'll know the world is over once we have joint showers again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He goes up to her and he gives her a good luck charm. He's in love apparently now, or she seems to be too. And they flirt about for a little bit. And after their flirt session, Achilles' boss Tex tells him to give his sentimental goodbyes. As Achilles packs up, leaves the facility for one last time, he's officially retired. They uh, do make the locker room. Uh... What's this? Oh. Uh, my team, we all used to wear them. Thought maybe you could use it. I know you don't believe in luck, but uh, got me through ten fights. I'm sorry I don't have anything to give to you in return. It's a present. Just say thanks. Thanks. Guess this is uh, goodbye, Jack, buddy. Yeah. You take care of yourself, you hear? Me too. Crash and burn. That's just for Jacks. So Achilles, he pulls up in a cool future car with like suicide windows. Yeah, every future yeah. movie in the eighties is like this. It's like a hovering. 80s style bodied car they just throw some like plastic fucking windows on it it's, it's cool though he grabs his his medical face mask and he hands into like some apartment complex kind of thing when he's walking in amongst the the posters on the wall which is another like 80s post-apocalyptic kind of thing one of the posters is a picture of him and it has a bunch of drawings all over it calling him a, a coward and it has like goofy eyes on him and shit Everyone hates him now because he's quitting. He's only been retired for like three hours, but whatever. <laughs> he walks into an apartment and is welcomed by a welcome home party. A sign and everything is hanging on the ceiling. There's a family with a bunch of kids living here. Right away, they get threatened by a phone call about Achilles. Someone's calling him being like, is Achilles there? Well, he's a bitch. And then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they want to kick his ass or something. And then they hang on. Yeah. And it's applied that uh, he's living with his brother and his wife. And we've been we've been getting uh, posters in the background and, and subtle hints throughout this whole movie that the Earth has been like depopulated or something like that. Like there's some kind of population problem. Because when he comes in, uh, his brother's wife is saying something about a uh, because she's pregnant even though they have like six kids already. Yeah. And she's she's saying something about like oh if we get another one then we get a discount on this apartment or something like that. Oh, I didn't even catch that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, the family brushes off the threats, and the the wife comes up and presents what they're having for dinner, and it looks just like it's like a boiled hot dog and a pot of beans. Yeah, she says she says we're having meat for dinner. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, yeah. literally one hot dog with some baked beans surrounding it. Yeah, 
Man, I already eat like that now. Fucking the, the apocalypse. I'm gonna strive, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to the new recruits. They're going through some kind of training exercise. They have to quickly climb this jungle gym type of thing. But while they climb it, it like shakes about and like heats up randomly, like knocking them off. Oh yeah, and the guy who's briefing them, it, yeah, it's this big dodecahedron horrifying nightmare, like jungle gym thing, <laughs> like you said. And all he says is, "Oh yeah, you just have to get to the top and don't die." <laughs> yeah. And then once it starts, it starts strobe light flashing them, and, and parts of the the bars start heating up and burning them alive, and yeah. they have oil slicks on them and shit. It's fucking insane. It's awesome. It's like really tall. Yeah, there's just a hole in the ceiling. So basically. They have to climb this beast and then survive, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the cruelest part too was uh, one of the guys actually does get to the top before Athena can get there. And uh, he's standing up on top trying to, to position himself so he could climb up through the hole. And then he puts his foot on one of the bars and it just gives out underneath oh, him. Yeah. And he just falls like 30 feet and dies instantly. Yeah, you never see him again. He's fucking dead, I guess. Yeah, they're falling off left and right, dude. Except for Athena, like you said, and the other main male guy that's with her. I didn't even catch his name. I guess I can look it up, but hmm. uh, I don't care. <laughs> so uh, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> but Athena, she makes it through, you know? She's the only one to advance. It seems like everyone else has fallen off at some point. So hmm. congrats. Now back to this house full of kids where Achilles is staying at. One of the kids wakes him up from another nap, basically, to show him that the news is talking about him. Hmm. Or about... Athena, right? And it's claiming that Athena has taken over. She's agreed to fight the bad guy Alexander now, which immediately invokes Achilles to get up and run out and be like, nope, I'm coming back. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta save her. I'm in love with her, I guess. He, he took two naps since he retired and he ran back in. He's the the Tom Brady of the 80s, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Flash right back to Achilles in the commissioner's office again. He says he wants to fight again. He'd rather have the rematch than see Athena get hurt. Apparently, there's some new secret weapon in Achilles' mech now, but it's so secret that no one except the lead engineer knows anything about it. And they're worried, specifically because of this, when he used that green laser earlier in the fight against Alexander, Alexander somehow knew about it, or seemingly knew about it, so they're worried about, like, a mole in their their ranks. Yeah. So later, uh, Achilles has a brief glimpse of Athena working out again, and she's also looking at him work out. It's, you know, back and forth bullshit. But speaking of, later on, Athena rushes Achilles at the bar. She starts accusing him of coming back just to steal her thunder kind of thing. Of course, Alexander, he pulls in right now, too, for a drink. And they exchange a little bit of small banter, like, hey, I'm surprised you're actually going to fight me, you little pussy kind of thing. Our boy Tex Conway... The cowboy himself, he's in the engineer's office now. He's trying to accuse the engineer of being the rat, the, the mole, per se, who's giving away these secrets. But the engineer, he suspects something is up, right? So he has other plans. He shows video analysis of Achilles' last fight breakdown. Guess what? It turns out that Tex is actually the spy. He's figured it out. And as Tex is like revealing himself he pulls out a gun immediately points it right at the engineer's head and as he's threatening the engineer wisely the engineer turns on like a security camera above him Hmm. 
He, like, he even tries to, to appeal to, to Texas humanity, too, saying it's a really weird speech where he talks about uh, inside every man is a small child trying to break through. <laughs> he's, he's being like, the real Texas in there somewhere. Yeah. And, and it almost looks like Texas is going to shoot himself at first, too. But then he doesn't for whatever reason. It just shoots him anyway. Yeah, he's like, you used to be such a good guy. I know he's in there. And like you said, Tex, like, sweats and briefly hesitates the gun towards his head mm -hmm. but instead shoots the engineer in the head and he's like this is the real tex conway <laughs> 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 then he immediately calls the commissioner on a video phone and he's like yeah so that engineer was a spy and uh he must have killed himself <laughs> from the guilt so he's dead right now <laughs> <laughs> it's the most terrible alibi yeah. ever <laughs> Like, it looks just like the Eric Andre meme. Because, like, right behind him is the dude's body as he's on the video phone. It's just like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have killed this guy? Yeah, I yeah. just walked in and found him like this. As the gun's in his hand and shit. <laughs> Here, let's look at this a little more closely. I ran a structural analysis. You knew when and exactly where to fire. No, like I say... Lucky shot. You're a Confederation agent. Like hell. I won Campuchia from him. Small price to pay. What better spy to have in place than a hero? The most honored of your enemy's fighters. Yeah. I'll be damned. You got me. It's true, then. That's right, Doc. You know the truth. And the truth is gonna set you free. Wait. I got all the time in the world. You weren't always a spy. There was a time when you were like Achilles. A proud soldier. Yeah. We always remain. All the people we've been. The oldest man child inside him. Uh -huh. Somewhere inside you is a real Tex Conway. You haven't lost him yet. That's right. That's Moto. Doc, meet the real Tex Conway. Well, later on, Athena, she shows up at Achilles' apartment again. She's apologizing for the night before. Says she's super thankful for the good luck charm he gave her and stuff like that. She even starts to pretend that she's going to strip. She gets all seductive. Hmm. But then instead, she shoots him with a, sed a sedative. She wants to fight Alexander. She wants the glory. So they, like, duke it out in his apartment for a little bit. Achilles... He's all drugged up and shit, but he's, like, keeping up with her. He's just kind of doing, like, a drunk master type of shit a little bit. Stumbling all over, you know, but still countering everything she does. He ends up beating her ass, like, left and right, too. And he eventually pins her on his bed in, like, a sexual kind of way, yeah. which invokes him to steal a quick kiss. <laughs> yeah, but then she just immediately kicks him in the balls and throws him <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <around. laughs> she takes his boarding pass and everything, too. She bails, leaving him stumbling and drugged in his room, and he eventually passes out. Athena takes his suit and walks right into the mech warehouse thing. And his crew's, like, weirded out, too. They're like, what are you doing, man? You're an hour early. 
But yeah. fuck it, I guess. If you want to load up, go for it. This is one of my favorite parts of the whole movie, too. Uh, she gets all the way up to where the cockpit is. And then we <laughs> we saw at the beginning of the movie one of the engineer guys, apparently his... his uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, routine is to slap <laughs> slap Achilles on the ass before he gets in. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he slaps Athena and he goes, "Wait a minute, <laughs> that's yeah. not Achilles' ass. <laughs> that's an imposter." <laughs> the camera does that whole quick cut zoom into his face as he points at the camera, basically, be like, hey, "That ain't Achilles." <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, this movie fucking rocks. So Athena, she attacks that guy. So then it sets off the alarms and everything. Everyone's fucking aware of what's happening now. And back in his room, Achilles, he wakes up and tries to escape just in time. I put it in here, I was like, dude, I love these old sci-fi movies where they, like, doll up the technology of the time, you know? Because they don't know what the future is going to look like, so they just take these, like, 80s technology. Yeah. It's usually, like, the dashboard of a car, you know, back then. It used to be just, like, a meter going up. And they, they try to, like, put that in their spaceships. But I loved his apartment, dude. It, it's so cool. It seems so old, but also, like, futuristic because it has, like, a spinning, like, globe thing in the middle. And yeah. I bring this up because Achilles, he grabs, like, an old handheld TV from the 80s with, like, the pull-out antenna and shit. And he, he uses it to video call, right? Or, no, he uses it as a controller for his cool little car from earlier. And it just <laughs> it auto-drives just flies right through his fucking apartment, dude. <laughs> <laughs> freeing him dude he's ready to go Athena though she's manually starting up the mech now the commissioner and the old cloning lady she's over the video into the mech trying to talk Athena down but she refuses she claims this is her fucking destiny cuts off all the communication and starts raising herself up the lift to go outside yeah, they're trying to oh, stop yeah. her though. So they they stop the lift temporarily, and then she just <laughs> she just starts climbing out with the robot, like using windows that look into the 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 hole as like footholds, essentially. <laughs> like she almost kills a guy. Yeah, yeah. Tex is the one that gets wise. He like locks the lift, and basically mm. security's like shoot to kill. Fuck this chick. Yeah. So she just takes it in her own hands and kind of crushes him and climbs out. Yeah, but then once she gets outside, the officials, uh, well, what, the, the, the lead guy, he tries calling the officials and saying, that's not our guy inside the mech, we gotta call this off. And the officials apparently have a, a rule that says, if the mech takes the field, it's considered a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, what? Who is officiating this? Who made that rule? <laughs> well, what's also weird is they were like, hey, you're an hour early, what are you doing? And then yeah. they let him up there, but Alexander is just chilling already in his mech, just hanging out. And when she comes up, he's like, oh, hey, what's going on? Yeah, yeah um, and the way he comes in, too, he's, uh, he flies in from, from like, uh, uh, over the horizon, essentially. And apparently he's made upgrades to his mech, because his mech now has four legs instead of just two. Yeah, he's like a spider mech now. It's cool, mm -hmm. dude. It's badass. So Athena... She plays a video of our engineer who was killed. Apparently, he had, like, an instructional video telling her how to use a secret weapon. But the feed gets cut, and it gets replaced by a video of Tex killing him. Yeah. Which they share screens with everybody. So it, it reveals to everybody that Tex is the spy. Uh, <laughs> and his response to this is he just turns and runs out of the window and just jumps out. <laughs> <laughs> All the way down to the ground where the mechs were at, and he's fucking just dead. 
<laughs> he tells the lead guy, he goes, I'll see you in hell. And yeah. he jumps out the window yelling Geronimo and just yeah. splats oh, yeah. on the ground. The video it's... plays, he basically just turns and goes, well, all right. And just... <laughs> Geronimo! Oh my god, this movie's incredible. Oh, it's so wild. Well, she's going to fight him. We better make sure she wins. Where's Matsumoto? He's dead. What? Killed himself. He was a spy. What about the secret weapons? Don't guess her secret anymore. Still, she can use them. Athena! You better listen up. You got some new weapons. Punch up the onboard tape file and you might have descriptions of them. New weapons briefing. Looks like he recorded from the lab straight into the onboard tape file. The sole new feature for this fight is a blinder. An array of magnesium flares, many times brighter than the sun. It will blind your opponent for up to 90 seconds. The trigger is under the sun image on the left control palm. Set the windshield and the battle screen to maximum opacity. Turn the yellow knob all the way to the right. They've got all the time in the world. You are always alive. There's a time in your life to kill you. A drop soldier. Put this man under arrest. Tex Conway? That sly jab son of a bitch. He had the camera on. <laughs> Tex, you didn't. Sure as hell did. Watch! You're right, Matsumoto. Oh, God. Oh, I'll see you in for this. Uh-uh. I'll see you in hell. Get it! Meanwhile, on the battleground, though, like you said, Alexander, he rockets in and he's all in his new enhanced spider leg bullshit. Right off the bat, we get rockets back and forth between the two. Mm -hmm. And Athena chooses, or she waits like 10 seconds before she uses the secret weapon right away. And Mm. it's like a solar flare kind of from Dragon Ball Z. It just shines a blinding light at the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. So it blinds him, but then she just stands there and doesn't do anything. <laughs> and so, so he recovers from it, and he obviously retaliates and knocks her on her ass. Well, it's not even that good. It's not even like a proper flashbang like we have now, because he recovers within like five seconds, and he immediately <laughs> just jumps on her and starts hammering down on her. The worst secret weapon. It was worse than the <laughs> fucking laser. It didn't do anything. <laughs> Well, to be fair, the, the, the engineer probably had a pretty brief time to do this before he was killed, so... Yeah, that's fair. While she's getting punched in the chest, she retaliates by shooting out a little chain rope kind of thing. And oh, the chain so rope... Cool. Oh, it's awesome, dude. It reminds me of, like, a Belmont kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And it wraps around Alexander's arm and just starts chaining, like, pulling the chain, which rips the arm completely off. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a bendable chainsaw-bladed chain that just... Yeah, like you said, it wraps its way around it, and then she just reels it back in, so it just cuts as it's coming back towards you. But they never use it again. Why wouldn't you just use this on his leg or, like, his head or something, you know? Just end (laughs) it, but whatever. So with Alexander's free hand, he uses, like, some kind of pulverizer move, where, like, Mm -hmm. it just, like, 
what's that, like a hydraulic press just keeps punching her in the chest over and over and over and over again. She's getting fucking rocked, dude. She sucks at this, man. She, for being such a clone genetic warrior, she's terrible. She doesn't have that instinct, like you were saying. She That's doesn't true. have the fear. No fear. Yeah, right? They're bred with no fear or something, right? So, <laughs> so this causes Achilles to just run in and take a vehicle to try to save her. During Alexander's barrage of punches, though, he gets word that the match is over. He successfully knocked out his opponent, says the refs. But Alexander realizes that this is a woman. This is not Achilles, because he can see her busted-ass face through the, <laughs> the, the crushed hole that he's done. He's like, fuck that, I hate women or something, I don't know. So he goes for the he goes for the head stomp move that was in the beginning of the movie. But before he can, Achilles rolls up in his car and he, and he threatens that he's going to control the mech now and he will kick Alexander's ass. It's so cool. <laughs> and Alexander, yeah, this is all he wants, you know, so. Yeah, down. so he lets him get in and do everything else. Yeah, Achilles takes the suit off Athena's dumbass. Uh, like, they need this suit just like Pacific Rim, right? Like, they move their hands or everything around. She's bleeding, like, out of her eyes and everything. She's totally wrecked. Alexander, your opponent is unconscious. The battle is concluded with tentative judgment for the Confederation. Hold your position. Go on, man. <laughs> Alexander, final judgment is for the Confederation. You must leave the field or be held in contempt of process. I could, you know, squash you both like bags. No, you're a lot of things, Alexander, but you're not a coward. I'm going to get in this thing and I'm going to kick your ass! <laughs> During all this, too, the refs are trying to fly Alexander. They're trying to tell him to stop and stuff. He's won. But he's mad. He's like, fuck that. And he just crushes the referee's ship. <laughs> the commissioner even tries to talk into Achilles, like trying to talk him out of a battle. But he just kills the feed. He's like, fuck this. This is just a mano y mano revenge type of thing. And, and he starts fighting back. Immediately, he leg sweeps Alexander off of his body, and badass music kicks in as as Achilles mech he, he like flips out these boosters and he yeah. just jumps straight up and rockets into space. <laughs> <laughs> and right here, I was like, "No fucking way!" And Alexander <laughs> Alexander also starts rocketing right into space himself, and we get a fucking flying space battle, dude. <laughs> But it doesn't even last more than like 20 seconds because fucking Alexander has like a lock on missile and he locks right on uh, Achilles and shoots him right in the foot, sending Achilles free falling back to orbit. Yeah. By the way, I this point right here, I, I read this in like one of the wiki posts or whatever, and I, I didn't actually know the backstory to the Greek character Achilles, the one who has a weakness of his heel, right? Oh yeah, yeah, and they were saying uh, at the beginning of the movie that he had like a, a an ankle injury or something like that. Mm-hmm. And huh. sure enough, 
the foot he gets shot up, shot at by Alexander in space is his heel, his left heel or whatever. I don't know if that was just kind of like a throw-in thing, but it was cool. I'm down with it. I don't care. You know? I mean, I mean, it's it's something at least. It shows that they it, they they cared enough to put in little small details yeah. like that. Yeah, it's fun. You're they're having fun. You know, they they love they made it out of love more than they did anything else. But yeah. Well, his re-entry shields as he's come in are kind of fucked. They they're like, oh, it's disintegrated. It says his mech right, and his cockpit's like reaching over 400 degrees and stuff. Yeah. But somehow he still lands safe. He basically just slides in on his belly. No damage done. As Alexander, he isn't too far behind. But Achilles' mech, it's pretty fucked up. It struggles to even stand up and stuff. So it, like, does this transformation where it turns into, like, a rover, like a tank-style rover thing from fucking, what, uh, Star Fox? And he just charges headstrong right into Alexander. That's so good. Alexander just keeps firing missiles at Achilles somehow, and Achilles, he's, like, charging at him, but it's it's so slow, dude, because it's, like, stop motion. Mm-hmm. It, it's fucking hilarious. But he's dodging all these things, isn't he? Or he's at least, like, blocking them or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Achilles rolls right up underneath the spider mech and just starts <laughs> blasting rounds right in this dude's dick, dude. <laughs> so Alexander, he counters with a head punch, sending Achilles right onto his back again. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And- they, they, they put treads on this thing, but they didn't give it any way to, to restabilize itself. <laughs> yeah, it can transform from laying down on its belly into this thing, but if it goes onto its back, it's toast. <laughs> And this part now is the part of the trailer that I made you watch where I was freaking out because <laughs> Alexander's dick compartment opens up revealing like this giant chainsaw dick comes out <laughs> and it saws right into Achilles' mech, dude. It's just going right at him. Luckily, Achilles jumps out on foot and escapes. He's trying to like avoid Alexander who's just stomping with the mech, trying to squish him. And he manages to climb on one of the legs when it lands which makes him invisible because the dude has so many fucking legs. And this is his fucking chance. He drops down, zigzags around, which is hilarious because Alexander's shooting at him, but he's he just can't hit this slow-moving man on the ground who just literally is <laughs> zigzagging zagging back and forth. But he, he zigzags his way all the way to that hand earlier that Athena cut off from uh, Alexander. And he just starts hot-wiring it like it's a fucking car. And... <laughs> Somehow he activates it just the last second before being crushed by Alexander, which launches this fist right up into Alexander's uh, mech's chest, causing a huge explosion and Alexander's fucking toast. But wait! Alexander somehow escaped and he attacks Achilles with some rubble on the ground. There's like burning rubble all over the ground now and our two dudes are on the ground having like a little rubble battle. It's fucking sweet. They're swinging like metal pipes around and everything. Yeah, half his face is burnt up and (laughs) all he wants to do is just kill Achilles. It's kind of cool, man. I liked it because they're like fighting amongst these this burning robot metal, you know? And it's mm. literally on fire. There's no music, no ambiance, just two dudes duking it out for survival. It's fucking cool. Yeah, it's badass. We even get like a somewhat of a rocky moment where both dudes are just so beat up and exhausted they can barely fight each other anymore. Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking while watching this, like this whole thing feels like Rocky Four, where they yeah. finally they finally have a chance to fight each other, and they realize that they're not fighting each other for their countries anymore. They're fighting each other just to just to just to prove something, just to just to have it out. It's just our instinct, man. Kill the guy next to you, kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Achilles even offers peace, right? But Alexander, yeah. he claims, he's like, we're already dead, you know, because we're robot jocks. We're just bred to die. And he picks up a rock and he, he threatens to smash Achilles with it. But with rock in hand, for whatever reason, he has a change of heart all of a sudden. <laughs> and <laughs> he drops the rock and our two boys have like a sweet thumbs up fist bump, right? And we get one last crash and burn while we get a fist bump salute. Music picks up, credits roll, Robo Jocks in the books. It's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. You can live. Yes, if I kill you. We can both live! We are dead. We are robot jocks. We can live. Dude, this movie fucking flies by at breakneck speed, man. I mean, it's it's 84 minutes, which is almost an hour and a half, but it plays mm. like a TV special almost. Like, there's no wasted time. It's straight to the point, dude. I love it. It's perfect for something like me, you know? But before I get too into my feelings about this movie, Greg, I got to ask you, how many chainsaw dicks would you take to the face for this movie? <laughs> All five of them. Hell yeah. I'll gag on every single one of them. <laughs> well, I didn't say you had to fucking suck on it. <laughs> yeah, this movie is insane. Uh, it's clear that uh, their their ambition like way exceeded their uh, their budget and maybe even their writing capabilities. Oh, yeah. But I appreciate like th their attempt at, at trying to to make this post nuclear world seem more realized and alive. And not just make it focused on just the fact that it's big robots fighting, but that's obviously the highlight of the whole movie too. Is just all the practical effects and stuff with the robots is just insanely good. Dude, I loved it. Like I said earlier, I went straight to eBay to try to find this since it was only streaming on Tubi and you can't buy it anywhere else stream wise. I only picked this movie, dude, because like again, like being at my dad's on the weekends and stuff. I think this was showing on HBO briefly, at least in the 90s. Yeah. And I remember this mech like battle, this end one especially. And what's crazy is this movie spawned so many mech movies after it. Like I even said, all the way up to Pacific Rim. Like, it's wild, dude. The, even as so much so, I'll, I'll just get a trivia right now. Fuck it, you want me to jump into trivia? Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. So after the trailer for Guillermo del Toro's Pacific Rim was released in 2012... Online critics and bloggers began to revisit RoboJocks, noting like the similarities, obviously, between the two. And in 2014, Stuart Gordon himself, after watching Pacific Rim, even said it's like deja vu, expressing that if he had a chance to do a sequel to RoboJocks, it would have been uh, Achilles and Alexander fighting giant aliens with their robots. So, oh, that would have been sick. Right. I think it's fucking badass. It didn't work out, though, because, like, every failed movie, the people involved all hated each other, and they just fought over and over again, so they just never got the chance to make another one. 
Oh, man. So the first trivia I had, man, is director Stuart Gordon actually quoted. He, he was stated that initially the inspiration for Robot Jocks came from the Japanese Transformers toy line. And right. he liked, like, playing with him and also seeing his kid playing with him. And it just gave him the idea to have these giant... Basically, quote says... While there have been animated cartoons based on giant robots in the past, no one has ever attempted a live-action feature of the guys. It stuck with me. It was like a natural fantasy for the big screen and a terrific opportunity to take advantage of the special effects that are available today, which is, eighteen what, 1987 or whatever when they first... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's like it's 80s technology where they just put a bunch more lights on it. But The cutting-edge Hollywood <laughs> techniques. <laughs> I mean, this is basically what it would look like if they made a Transformers live-action movie back then, you know? Mm. And in a way, I'd almost rather have this than the fucking Michael Bay CGI solar flare explosions that we get, you know? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. So in 1994, industrial music artist Trent Reznor, famous from Nine Inch Nails, sampled and looped the screams from the scene where the crowd gets crushed by Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> he he used these in the song called The Becoming, which is included in Nine Inch Nails' best album, in my opinion, The Downward Spiral. And I, as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, fuck, we got the end song for this down. It's awesome, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. randomly today, listening to like my liked songs on Spotify, an even better one came on, so I'm going to have to like fight myself to figure out which one sounds better. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you noticed or not, bro, but since it's Stuart Gordon... Did you see that Jeffrey Combs makes a uh, guest appearance in this? Jeffrey Combs. Oh, no. Yeah, the very famous from uh, Reanimator, and he was also in Castle Freak, right? So mm. he makes a cameo as the first guy on the street that's making a bet between Achilles and Alexander. Oh, yeah. yeah I thought he looked familiar. I didn't even recognize him, man. Honestly, I had to go back and see it. That's awesome. I kind of briefly mentioned earlier that this movie spawned a bunch of mech movies after it, like all the way up to Pacific Rim, obviously. But specifically, it spawned a direct video films called Crash and Burn and also Robot Wars. Huh? And I've seen Robot Wars like a thousand times. That was also another one that was playing on HBO and stuff all the time. And the weird thing about this, it happens a lot with horror movies, especially. But with this movie, when it was marketed uh, for home video sale in other countries, Hmm. These two, Crash and Burn and Robot Wars, were marketed as direct sequels to Robot Jocks just to try to sell them since they're so <laughs> familiar now. That's awesome. And I think all three films had involvement from producer Charles Band, the uh, Ghoulies yeah. guy and stuff. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, every there's a lot of zombie films in the horror genre that are linked together as like sequels over in like Italy and shit like that, and they have nothing to do with each other. But, I mean, I, that's, like, a better way to sell it. I mean, it's hard to sell shit, especially back in the 80s or early 90s, you know, without, like, a name behind it. Well, the original working title for this movie was actually called The Mechanics, which is mm. fucking horrible, <laughs> yeah. in my opinion. No, that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, the dudes are known as jocks, right? Like, the whole movie, they say it a million times. And the writer, actually, Joe Haldeman, is the one that was really pushing for this. But when Stuart Gordon heard it, he was like, hell no. It's fucking called Robot Jocks. <laughs> it's right there in the fucking title, man. Yeah. Well, I had one last trivia for this gem, bro. And that is, this is one of the very few movies that actually got it right, dude. They had an explosion in outer space that didn't involve sound. Because there wouldn't be sound in space. Oh. 
How about them apples, bro? Of, this uh, is, uh, of all of all movies, yeah. <laughs> this well, one. <laughs> yeah. Also, like after watching fucking claymation robots do like the most stupid, unbelievable shit for an hour, you get, you get one scientific fact right, I guess. Or, or imagining a post-apocalyptic future <laughs> where all war is banned and conflicts oh, yeah, right? are resolved by giant mech battles. Yeah, you're just fighting for like whatever, dude. Anyways. In the end, that's the last trip I had. I fucking love this movie, dude. Some way I'm going to find it. I'm going to buy it. Or, I don't know, dude. Maybe just, like, record it. <laughs> don't <laughs> listen to me, Tubi. Maybe I'll record it or something before it goes away, like I used to do with our VHS tapes and HBO, you know? Oh, maybe yeah. I'll record it on my screen and keep it. I don't care. The movie's sick, dude, so. Oh, it's so good. But, yeah, man, it's a hell of a watch. Put it on in the background like anything else we ever say. Fucking enjoy it. But... Unless you had anything more to say, dude, I think that kind of wraps up RoboJocks. You know, there is really more that needs to be said. This yeah. is one of one of those great gem movies where you just have a good time watching it. I feel like even going through this recording, it went by really fast, dude. I mean, it's the average time we always do, but like I said, it's just like a, such a quick and fun ride. I don't know. It just never stops. It's cool. Absolutely. Plus, I'm a Gundam guy. I'm a geek for fucking robots, dude. Even if they move like shit, I don't care, man. It's just cool. <laughs> and that brief space scene, like I said, just had me fucking rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on another episode of Dick's Talk Flicks. And until next time, crash and burn. Crash and burn.
you will next week. It'll be me. <laughs> Better hope not. I will make your death interesting. I never thought that I would say this. But I'm glad to see you. Very glad. Wish I could say the same. You're making my beer curdle. <laughs> and you? You make my drink taste like blood. <laughs> <laughs>